Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Soul Speak, where Soul we speak. speak, we speak rawly, authentically, unfiltered, unadulterated. <laughs> That's us. So, welcome back to another episode of Soul Speak. Today we are going to be talking about self-esteem. And let me say right now, I really think it's going to be a rant. But before I get into my <laughs> rant today, um, I would like to present to you our podcast uh, Instagram, which is Soul Speak underscore podcast on Instagram. And my podcast uh really my podcast because soul speak pretty much is <laughs> a podcast uh my instagram is the sassy rachel on instagram and i'll throw it over to you grace yes hi guys <laughs> um hi. you can find me on instagram my instagram handle is at the underscore reading underscore hideout i write kid lit children's uh picture books so you can be able to find me there and everything that i do keeping up to date with uh, events storytelling new projects new books and all that jazz um you can also find me on twitter my twitter handle is at grace underscore kugrena find me follow me comment all of that <laughs> and like, that's it. subscribe over that exactly <laughs> share <laughs> so thank you so much for that hello everyone again and today we're talking about self-esteem we're just gonna go ahead and jump right into it because i have a uh how would i say uh many many things in life i would say i have a i don't know if it's called a chip on the shoulder forget trying to describe it right now but self-esteem, <clears throat> mm -hmm. the definition, because I like starting off with something solid and concrete up in this piece. Self-esteem is the confidence in one's own worth and abilities and self-respect. So that is per Google. I don't know what site on Google, but per Google and that fits. Please repeat that again, please. Self-esteem, the confidence in one's own worth and abilities and self-respect. Do you have any any objections, Grace? I don't have any objections. Look at me coming in strong. <laughs> I don't have any objections. But the one thing that I would say is, I feel that mm -hmm. sometimes it's okay to have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. Mm. I feel like it's a bit of motivation, you know? Mm. I feel like the greatest people that we've seen in history have had a chip on their shoulder, mm. right? Mm. This um, idea or need or desire to achieve, to be great, right? Mm -hmm. I think that comes from having a chip on your shoulder because you think, like, I need to be more than what I am. That doesn't mean having a chip on your shoulder consistently about everything is great. But I'm mm. saying just having a little, a, a little bit of that, I think it's beneficial. Also, it reminds me of what um, a comedian said, which cracked me up. I'm sure everybody knows this comedian. Like, I think it was Kevin on stage. He's mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. And he was talking yeah. about how a lot of these um, successful people either had a really horrible dad or they didn't have a dad at all. And oh, wow. they use that as motivation, right? 
of wow. becoming successful. So example, you either get yourself a Joe Jackson, who is the, you know, yeah. <laughs> whoop that ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoop that ass to success, Rachel. Damn. <laughs> um, or you get someone, um, I don't know who he named, but someone like LeBron James. Mm. You have no father around. You don't have a father mm-hmm. figure, right? Or you, for another um, uh, Joe Jackson, you get someone like Beyonce who has a Matthew Knowles, who is a taskmaster, right? These mm. are not great people in terms of personality and all that stuff, but they're the right people in pushing you to where it is you need to be, right? Or mm. they see your greatness or whatever, right? And then there's people who just don't have that father figure and they have this need and drive to prove a point. And what he was saying was, you abandoned me, you left me, I'm going to show you. And that becomes their chip on their shoulder of, I'm going to make it with or without you, right? Hmm. And he was basically saying, those are the two. And that doesn't mean if you've got both of your parents and you have loving parents, you're not going to achieve anything in life. That's not what I'm saying, guys. But what I am saying is, more times than not, you get these instances where you either have the really tough taskmaster or you just don't have anybody that was around. And then you have this created feeling of you have to push you have to drive you have to excel you have you know it Mm. kind of propels you to that kind of heights that Mm. maybe someone and I think he was saying you know sometimes kids are just too happy and they become content and they don't want to achieve anything (laughs) I've got two loving parents who kiss me at night who show me love and affection I don't need to do nothing I can just chill and you know live my life obviously that's not true he was just making a joke but do you see what I'm saying in that kind of realm where we need self-esteem but I feel like a little bit of pressure does us good so (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot to say about what you and Kev on stage have just said I do see your point that pressure is needed, you know, in order to create beautiful things. The, you know, these cliches, again, that we've heard of diamond or coal needing pressure to form diamond and grapes needing to be pressed to cause wine. I get that. But I think, <laughs> I, you know, you got to step on grapes or whatever the heck nasty thing it is that they do <laughs> to create Crushing grapes. grapes. Yeah. Hopefully it is in a more modernized and sanitized way than before. But you know what? None of my business. That's not any of my business. Yeah. I drink wine and I don't think about that. Um, yeah. But I think what Kevon Stage's example lacks is that these people had wonderful mothers or supportive mothers. So I do think yeah. there is a difference between somebody who has no father or a taskmaster, but has the supportive mother role in their life. But there are people like myself who had an absentee father and not a supportive mother. So that those are different, a different set of circumstances that will cause a different set of chips and empty spaces yeah. on thy shoulder. So um, I get it. I'm not at all offended by his joke because I I do think there's a place Mm -hmm. for it. But then there are other um, isms involved too, you know, where, Mm -hmm. and that's where I come in where, and when when I said chip on my shoulder, excuse me, I was more talking about 
the 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 unpopular opinion. I think I usually come from the unpopular opinion because I hold space in a certain part of the population that is not usually spoken for or about because it's um it's vulnerable and it's it, it requires a transparency that the average person may not be comfortable with. So I often present the unpopular opinion and that and where self-esteem is concerned, that's where I'm headed with it. Uh, yeah, I hope that explained it. What would you, what would be an example of an unpopular opinion? Okay. So that we're on the, the same page. All right, so self-esteem for me, <sighs> per society, right? Or mm-hmm. let, let me just go down the line. Self-esteem, where you usually get it, good self-esteem, bad self-esteem, anywhere in between. It starts off with your parents, more specifically, more specific than your family, your parents. Those are the people who teach you from an early age, from inception of how to think about your own self. How they treat you is how you feel about yourself. So you got your parents, you got how they treat you, you've got school, um, that's another source of self-esteem, either good or bad. Then you have um, either friends, society, community, and Mm -hmm. then it gets broader and things get convoluted. So Mm -hmm. if you were treated in high esteem in your family, um, and there are there are all types of nuances in between, I would say, because you yeah, can be treated well, but spoiled. So I'm not talking about that. Yeah, I'm talking about mm-hmm. well-rounded, well-treated, also being disciplined to be a responsible and caring human being. Because all those things are involved and discipline is necessary. So say you've got that from your family. You now have what society mm-hmm. tells you self-esteem, mm-hmm. high self-esteem is, which is mm-hmm. for women. Uh, I'm a woman, so I'm going to go ahead and speak from that perspective. You've got mm-hmm. the ever pervasive idea that you must be thin. If you mm-hmm. ain't thin, you ain't winning. Um, if you mm-hmm. do not have a career already decided mm-hmm. by the time you're 25, mm-hmm. so you're you've got that mm-hmm. going on. You've got uh, mm-hmm. what else? Is society tells you uh, that it's ne- necessary to have a close knit family. You know, like all things in your life gotta look happy. Um, your prospective husband has to also mm-hmm. be chosen, you know, got to be married, children got to be coming soon. So all of mm-hmm. those pressures mm-hmm. are coming mm-hmm. into view as to what it looks like to have a high self-esteem. And my angst and my problem mm-hmm. is I come from a different subset of everything but before I go into that is there something you want to say Grace no I just wanted you to elaborate so okay to your unpopular (laughs) opinion I was just 
Uh, listening. I don't know what my face was saying. Okay, yeah, because I, I knew I was going on a little bit, and you know, we share a podcast, so I'm going to go ahead and mm-hmm. leave some open space. But yes, so, huh? I said, do what you got to do. Thank like, you. Like I'm literally listening. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. Now, where I'm coming from, my yeah. family chose to focus on and I'm saying choose loosely, focused on affirming, affirming me in a more negative way. So I- Based on societal expectations? Based on- Based on societal expectations. I, I would say based on my expectations or raising a child, like my, how my family- But if they're confirming you negatively, wouldn't that be, it's based on what society says and because you don't fit the mold, that's how they judge you? How, how does that no, work? No, because I, like I said before, there's a esteem that your family sets within you and then there's esteem that society expects you to okay. live by. So I'm talking about the okay. family aspect of um, okay. disciplining you uh, fairly, Yeah. Uh, treating you with love and a good amount yeah. of affection and um, compassion and letting you know that you are loved and cared for. So those mm-hmm. aspects of self-esteem, mm-hmm. for me, they were affirmed negatively. I did not receive mm-hmm. um, affection when I was younger. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't remember hugging my mother, um, receiving I love you's. I remember getting infrequent uh, affirmations on my intelligence, where home life mm-hmm. was concerned. So I come from mm-hmm. a family that has affirmed me negatively, mm-hmm. right? So now I've got that going on. And mm-hmm. then I've got school, I did get positive reinforcements. I was intelligent and remained to be intelligent. You mean you so, are intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that's something that I was fairly confident in, you know, but that, that's not something that start, started now. So that's what I'm saying was, that's something I brought up and firmly in myself, I know that I'm grounded in my intelligence because that's something that was affirmed highly at school and sometimes at home. Um, so now here, someone like me comes in and I've got the negative affirmations at home. I've got some, I've got somewhat positive ones in school and here comes society telling me these are all the things that I need. So how does someone like me mold myself into having a high self-esteem? The reason I'm kind of pissed about this is you've got people then coming in. It really pisses me off when people are like, you know, you're insecure or, you know, you just have low self-esteem. Like the same society that's telling you, you got to have things, um, these in order standards to in order to feel complete are also telling others 
you know, similar things. So like say in the dating world or like say friends that you have have also absorbed, you know, these are the things that you need. So when people come to me talking about you got low self-esteem and I'm not saying I got this in like say combative conversations, but it's always bothered me when people want to jump on the bag bandwagon of, oh, you're just insecure or this person is insecure. And this, and I'm like looking at the reinforcements that either society, family, or, or you know, um, a myriad of places have ingrained in us. And I don't think overall that we're set up for reasonable success where self-esteem mm-hmm. is concerned, like real life mm-hmm. success. Um, so that's where my piss off, piss offness comes from. Yeah, I t- I totally agree with that with what you said. But I, what I also want to add as a little caveat to that is that what I've also seen is confidence, too much confidence. Society says you have too much esteem, right? Mm. And it's very interesting that uh, Rachel and I were literally talking about Kanye in a completely different context before, right? Yeah. I'm just bringing up this example of someone showing that he's confident in himself in his talents well however you think about him you know whatever it is that you think his political stance or whatever that's not what we're talking about right now we're just talking about the individual and constantly being cut down for saying he's confident or constantly being you know broken down to pieces because he's unapologetically himself you see it both ways, right? And so that's what again, I mean. Ego. Mm. I don't know, but at the same time, I feel like it's two. It's it's almost like a what do you call it? Two ends of the extreme, right? Mm-hmm. Where if you are not meeting the standards of society in terms of having a low self esteem, you get torn apart. Mm-hmm. But if you're highly confident, you still get torn apart. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I feel I like do. the bar is always moved forward where it's like you can't actually access any of that at all and the whole system is flawed because the bar is not set up in any place that's real that's my whole damn point about this yeah so if you're doing it more than how you know we're either used to or the powers that be allows then you're on the outskirts and you're going to be um basically torn down either way yeah it's either if you have low self-esteem and that has been my problem so um Mm -hmm. self-esteem where society is concerned is trash it's not something we should be listening to but it is so popular and people fall into what it is that we see in pop culture and that mm-hmm. really, that's, that really messes with my mind. Cause of course there's been a whole onslaught of women who have these uh, body augmentation operations. And for me, mm-hmm. that is one of the biggest places where I have seen this, a level of low self-esteem that is shrouded in high self-esteem. Like, that is messing with my mind and yeah. really pissing me off because you'll see yeah. people like it's, it's mm-hmm, being yeah. rewarded yes what i'm so saying you, is like it's mm-hmm. those types of behaviors or the things that you're seeing here whether it be in media or pop culture 
that would indicate to a bystander that this is someone who suffers from low self-esteem. The opposite is being said or reported in the media and these people are put on pedestals saying, these are the people you're supposed to look like. This is the reward. We're gonna shower them with more attention. We're gonna build them up even more so, even though that there's an underlying problem there about their own feelings about themselves and how they see themselves. Correct. And where I am, oh, it's upsetting and so sad for someone, at least myself, this is not what I grew up on. So I can discern, you know, what makes sense and what doesn't to a certain um, aspect, because I too fall Mm -hmm. into what society has told me. I wouldn't say overall, but Mm -hmm. none of us are immune. But for young people coming up, people being born these days, and this, these types of behaviors are being normalized. So like, say for a baby now, in 20 years, Mm -hmm. body augmentation is just like buying earrings. And that, and and the more you want to change how it is that God made you, that how you were born, um, because you don't like it, especially the reasons why it's done, but that's the farther away you get from any sense of an esteem about yourself that is positive. Because what I think is a good self-esteem or high self-esteem, however you wanna call that, and this may sound counterintuitive, comes with acceptance. It comes with acceptance of good and bad, not just good. So if you're removing everything that you think is bad, which is also, you're chasing your tail because you never gonna win. You never ever gonna win because you find something bad, you could change it, you're gonna do that. Then you find something else. Your your, uh, hold on reality and how you see yourself is forever lost. So um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I I said this was gonna Um, be a rant. I feel like it's more than just, I don't like this about myself. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's about others confirming and affirming things that, yeah, that are within you that you shouldn't like about yourself. You are not born saying, I hate my nose. I hate my feet. I hate my skin. I hate my my weight. You are not born thinking like that about yourself. Someone has to say, whatever it is that you, you, uh, are, are made of right that's the only way I can describe it at this mm-hmm, moment in time mm-hmm. but someone needs to say that that's ugly that's not pretty i.e your that's family stupid. school I. friends society yeah. and exactly and that's will be um directing it will be directed towards your weight your skin your nose your height whatever yep. it is right yep. um and if you hear it enough, this is what I'm trying to say. If you hear it enough, yep. that then becomes your truth, right? Yep. And that's what you hold on to. So if you hear, even if it's like one person say to you, hey, you're gorgeous. Five people say to you, hey, I appreciate you so much. I think you're the best person. Because you've heard it so many times, no matter how many people tell you, there's nothing that will change your mind in believing that person that that's who you truly are because you haven't Hmm. seen yourself in that way for a very long time 
I find that if Can you're you explain not that a doing little more? the work, so if you're not doing the work internally to know yourself and to figure out what's wrong with you or whatever, and you're just living in this perpetuated ideology of I'm only going to be let's say if this is to do with looks I'm only going to be good looking if I am a size six for you guys over there that would be a size eight for me but um I'm only going to be good looking if I have hair to my backside I'm only going to be looking if, uh, good looking if I have an, a narrow nose I'm only going to be good looking if I have fairer skin all of these different things right if you haven't dealt with that internally and you're not trying to figure out why it is that these are the norms that you're gravitating towards and this is what you need, this is what you need to have, right? If someone says to you, hey, stop doing what you're doing, you're beautiful the way you are. If you've been living your life all of this time, do you think you would literally believe that and be like, yes, I am and stop? Absolutely not. Because it's already been instilled in you the opposite. Exactly, exactly. That's what I mean by that. And I feel like that's why a lot of these people, even if they do feel like stopping, if you if you watch celebrities and people in pop culture and uh, social media, it's very difficult for them to stop. It's very difficult for them to literally just be okay and and you know take a step back and be like, you know what, I need to work on myself. The working in yourself <laughs> on is my mental and spiritual self. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah then your physical self yeah. is way easier so um I totally understand what you're you're saying there yeah yeah so the again my I have many big bothers but the biggest thing for me is the illusion that is being presented you know if if you told me that self-esteem was a certain set of things and that's what it looked like everything matched what that what you're saying then yes you i have some type of clear understanding of what high self esteem or low self esteem but it's something where i'm getting opposite opposite um messages so accept myself as i am i'm hearing Um, but I've been growing up with, you know, thin models on magazines, bruh, (laughs) or Rachel, you know, that beauty standards have been changing from time. So we grew up with the supermodels who have to be a size zero. Right. And then in the fifties, it was popular to be curvy. Right. Right. It was popular to be heavy set. Right. And even before that, it was popular to be bigger and plump. Like it, like we, ev- it, I don't want to say evolve because this is not evolving. It's de-evolving. We are constantly changing. Exactly. But we're, we're pushing the, the yard line, right? We're just pushing it. We're pushing it. We're pushing no, it. No, but I don't mean, I don't mean right? that it's changing. What I mean is I'm getting a verbal message that's not matching yeah. the visual message. So I yeah. mean, even yeah. right now, okay, accept yeah. myself as I am. However, we are yeah. praising body augmentation. Those are two yeah. separate messages. You're telling me- But ex- are they from the same people? Yes, are they from the same I think people? so. Because in think? social media- I think that's a lie. In social- but I think the, that's a lie. I think it is being sent from the same people, but the, okay, so let me just say this. Here we go. Like say on the news, when um, you will, like say with the Capitol Hill riots, right? Mm-hmm. There are some people mm-hmm. who are still calling them protesters. 
this the, the news outlets I'm... but they're rioters like you're t and these are two separate things but when it came obviously to black lives matter th that wasn't being called protest overall you know so that's mm -hmm. what i mean by a double message mm -hmm. being sent we were looking at the same mm -hmm. thing and i'm being told two different mm -hmm. things and i think mm -hmm. a lot of society and in mm -hmm. and then in turn we if people if mm -hmm. we are not aware we also mm -hmm. talk out of two sides of our mouth so that's what i'm talking mm -hmm. about i'm looking at the same thing so we've got Nicki minaj who i think is beautiful i love her her rap style and all of that but when it comes mm -hmm. to her body you know not even just her body so she's mm -hmm. like a badass right she's a confident mm -hmm. woman she don't take mm -hmm. crap she don't but then she has mm -hmm. to turn around she turns around and has body augmentation surgery that don't mm -hmm. make no sense to me mm -hmm. so you're telling but me this badass think... who's this and that and and she's adjusting her body that's a person who is not truly confident in themselves 100 percent because you're still falling to you want to be accepted and chosen also for how you yeah look. yeah but i do you think that one can truly be confident in every aspect of their life that is not what my mandate here is and i ain't mandating nothing because who am i to mandate that's <laughs> not what my qualm is my qualm is the acceptance of areas in your life that you just straight up got to struggle with you got to stand up for yeah. you gotta it's gonna be yeah. the thorn in your side you know like you're willing to struggle <laughs> oh, with that rather damn. than give in <laughs> rather than give into yeah. what popular society what culture what people are telling you to really do you stand in mm -hmm. my soul myself is more important than bowing down and feeling like i have to be what others want me to be so that's my thing not yeah. being all the way confident and for me that's where confidence comes from being being willing to be like nah i'm all right in this imperfection do you know what's really crazy i've yeah. seen so many women um in media start off like that and i feel like the powers that be beat them out of them right i've seen it with lizzo i've seen it with uh gabrielle sidibe wait what happened with lizzo? Um, when um i think uh I can't remember this woman. I think she does a TV show in the States. She does a, um, she's a personal trainer. I think she does one of those uh, reality TV shows. Mm -hmm. And she was basically saying about how Lizzo needs to lose some weight for her health. And obviously everybody got up in an uproar. She's beautiful the way she is, leave her alone. Yada, yada. This woman says, no, it's for health reasons, uh, especially being on stage and whatnot. Um, she needs to lose some weight. Is she Lizzo's and Lizzo doctor? came out. No, she's just a personal trainer. Like, um, a reality TV uh, fitness person. Okay. Um, and then Lizzo came out saying, yeah, F you. I don't need to do none of that stuff. I'm happy by myself. Mm -hmm. Didn't take long. I don't know how long it was after that. Lizzo was on Instagram constantly filming herself like, I'm, I'm on the treadmill. I'm, I'm losing weight. I'm, all of these different she things. She didn't say she was losing so, weight. I didn't see that. I saw her being, I saw she was fitness. Like, I'm, she's yeah but this is the thing it was 
I need to be healthy. I need to get, this is the same thing what the woman was saying. But that's different than right? losing weight. How? She said she needs to lose weight for her health. But did Lizzo say that? Like she, Lizzo was like, yeah, I'm literally exercising. I need to get healthy, guys. I need to be serious about my actual weight. I need to be serious about all of these different things. Uh, okay, that so I follow Lizzo too, and I haven't seen anything about her saying she needs to lose weight. I have seen a focus on her fitness and her, um, um, I think she also did like a juice thing. I've seen focus on that and health. I haven't seen a focus on losing weight. And those two things so, are different. So prior to that, so this is the thing. If someone is talking about you, right, losing weight to be healthy, mm-hmm. even the losing weight, you think that's offensive. If that person is doing the same thing by her being healthy, isn't she going to also lose weight in the process? No, you don't necessarily, um, you can work out and do a whole bunch of things and not lose weight. I'm not weight talking about losing healthy. pounds or whatever, but it's like still like working towards your, your weight. That's what I'm saying. You you do not have to work out towards, you can work out and be healthy and it not be about weight loss. But you don't think you will lose weight in the process. It may or may not happen, but that's not a goal. That's the thing. Like it's, there's different, it's different when somebody's saying, Hey, I'm going to um, work out so that I can lose weight. But if I'm doing things so that I can be healthy, healthy and losing weight is not synonymous. I understand that, in the end, but that's the thing. If you do end up losing the weight, what then? Because if that person said it completely different to you, you just want to get healthy, but you still end up losing the weight and you both end up, what do you call it? Um, getting the same results that you were basically talking about then I don't understand what the problem would be I think Even there's if a problem said- where there's a focus on um okay so I remember with my dietitian when she told me because at one point I just wanted to lose weight that was my only focus and yeah. I was and I was saying yeah. to her you know I want to I want to lose weight I want to lose weight she told me look at weight loss as a consequence, not the goal. Where you focus your energy on is going to affect how you take your journey. So if you are looking to just lose weight, something that you can't, you really can't control that unless you manipulate it. You can manipulate your body into losing weight. That may not necessarily be, and most times it isn't, the healthiest thing for your body. So that's where the problem comes in. If you're focusing on being healthy, that means you're giving your body everything it needs to run and be strong. And if you lose weight as a consequence to that, great. But if you're just losing weight, that means you're you're manipulating your body and you're not giving your body everything that it needs. So that's the difference. But this is what I'm talking about, the consequences of that. When you do lose the weight, right? If you are doing it healthy, however way you're planning to do it, when you do lose the weight, that's still the consequences of all of that stuff. So what she's saying is, hey, I want you to be healthy and I want you to lose weight. Even if you your plan wasn't to lose weight, your plan was to be healthy. The consequences of that, you losing weight, what then? Because you've just received the same results. 
that's but what that's, I'm trying to say. It's a different focus. And I, I think it makes the biggest, the biggest uh, difference because what society has done these days, and I've fallen into this um, cycle of losing weight. What I did was become bulimic because the mm-hmm. focus was losing weight, not me being healthy, whatever that would mean mm-hmm. for me whatever, mm-hmm. if it's meals, it's a, if it's um, vegetables or, you know, we've got like the keto diets where you're focused on eating more fat and, and less carbs, your body needs carbs. So things like that is, it's, those are not focuses on being healthy. Those focuses are on losing weight. So it is important to me where you focus your energy of getting to the goal. Because if like, say you're in a career, you know, you want to be CEO, how are you going to get there? Are you going to get there by stepping on people, blah, 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 blah. Or are you going to get there in a more moral way? So yes, there is a goal, but how you go about it is important to me. And, and that's what I have seen um, where the problem is. Like if, if she winds up losing weight, okay, but I haven't seen a focus on her weight loss. I have seen a, a focus on her health. And to me, that's, mm-hmm. that's positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> your face, Grace. <laughs> I'm ranting. I'm going on and on. I'm going on and on. I'm on high with this um, particular... So I lost my train of thought because I wanted to talk about, um, I think it was Gabrielle Sidibe and Lizzo, um, because that I can confirm, Gabrielle Sidibe has lost weight. So yes, she has. what I'm trying to say is, it's one of those things where I, I believe and I've seen that as much as she can stand firm, there's always going to be powers that be, that be it out of you, or you lose the position that you once held because you won't conform, right? And this is the point that I had at, um, at the beginning um, of all of this is um, as much as we can say, stand firm in your convictions or whatever, not everybody has the capacity to hold on to their integrity in those moments. And that doesn't actually, I'm going to take away the word integrity, because just because you've decided to go along with all of this is it doesn't mean that you're not an integral person. No, that's not true. But um, I find it that it's very difficult for people to navigate through these spaces, I think, especially in such a high level of uh, success, fame and power. But for us living day to day, um, everybody struggles different and how they go about it is different. How they deal with it is different. You and me were different people. The way I will deal with one situation is completely different to how you will deal with it. Something you can handle, probably I won't be able to handle. Something I can handle, maybe you won't be able to handle. So it basically just depends on the individual. And I totally get where your angst is coming from. But at the same time, it's very difficult to speak for people as individuals at the same time. I 100% agree with you. Um, we definitely, everybody is different. And like I said before, no one, you ain't escaping society without some type of scars, my G. You ain't escaping your family with some type of scars. It will affect, things will affect us, um, some positively, others negatively. My 
very big, I guess the ask, the ask mm -hmm. and, and what, what is demanded of you or a question you have to ask yourself is mm -hmm. how much are you willing to pay mm -hmm. for what it is that you're giving up because you're giving up something. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you want to stay in that position, you're giving up say over your body or whatever, or it's like, you know what? This is not, fame is not important enough for me to give this part of myself up. Now, I have not yet been famous <laughs> and, and that's not particularly something I am asking for, but I have been in positions in my life where I had to ask mm -hmm. myself that question of, what am I willing to give up or to keep in order to keep this charade going, right? Um, I've done that where family members are concerned. I've done that where relationships are concerned that I had to leave. I've done that where jobs are concerned and I had to leave. Mm -hmm. What was I willing to give up? Was I losing my soul? Was this worth it? And that's the question that I think some of us are, depending on your grounded, on your groundedness, mm -hmm. on your grounding is mm -hmm. easy or more difficult for you to answer within yourself. Um, because you could mm -hmm. want the fame so much or whatever position so much that you're willing to sacrifice in things that are important mm -hmm. to you. Um, or mm -hmm. you take a step back and kind of find another, another route to getting either yeah, the thing you desire yeah. or it looking differently. Maybe, maybe you won't have, and this is really shallow, maybe you won't have 20 million followers, you'll have five, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So yeah, and that comes with our views, you know, expressing our views, being our authentic selves. If, if, if it, if you're wanting for others to validate you, you're gonna sacrifice a whole lot than you can pay for, basically. Um, let's talk about like um, how to deal with low self-esteem. Let's talk about that because when you were saying chip on your shoulder, to me, that means something completely different than what you were saying. I think chipping I your said shoulder, it wrong. yeah, because chipping the shoulder was what I was explaining about, like needing to prove yourself in certain areas or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's necessarily connected to having a low self esteem, whether it be about your physical appearance, whether it be about your identity, whether it be in your um, positioning or financial um, circumstances, right? That's a completely different thing. So I'm glad that we've actually separated the two. But once we do realize that we have these things that has caused us to feel a certain way about ourselves, whether it be family members, whether it be our circumstances, whether it be certain events that's happened in our lives, right? Mm -hmm that cause us to feel less than mm -hmm. because essentially not struggling with self-esteem is really about feeling less than um, and constantly battling with that yes. and trying to overcome that daily yes. 
to be able to 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 say to yourself not just to say but truly try to believe it as much as you can mm-hmm. on a daily basis that I am enough mm-hmm. I am good enough um how do we deal with that all right what are things because obviously <laughs> I don't want to say tips and tricks because that sounds so that's belittling <laughs> it but like how, <laughs> tips and tricks on how to do a sleep um but how to really speak to yourself how to think about yourself how to truly see yourself even though society is saying constantly you're trash you're trash you're trash you're trash you're trash basically basically that that's that's what you get in all around um the reason i said all right in such a satisfying way uh for me on this podcast what has been a focus is a how you can hear in society or on, on Instagram or on TV, you get constantly bombarded with what a problem is most of the time. And when you're looking for answers on how to fix the damn thing, it's like nobody's around to give you an answer. So no, they just have another product to sell you in order to feed into that insecurity even more so. Yes. Hello. Hello. Preach on it. So this has been a bother for me since I was a kid, to be honest. It's even, I think I saw it in the biggest way in um, like televangelists, which is like shocking. And I think that's why I, it used to piss me off the most because Elaborate. I'm looking okay so watching televangelists right Mm -hmm. there is a I don't necessarily from like say the news or a talk show look for answers I don't know about other people but when I'm listening to a preacher when I'm listening to a preacher you know talk about a certain issue I'm waiting for the answer I'm I'm specifically waiting for it because I'm like, oh, you identified it. I'm here to heal my soul, my spirit, waiting for the answer. And this this is why I only listen to certain um, preachers. I'm telling you, there's no other way. That's the only way. You can't have a million voices in your head and they're all saying completely different things. No, sir. Especially if you're not telling me a how-to, son. You can't just be focusing Mm -hmm. on the problem and you're not giving Mm -hmm. me at least a guidance as to where I can find the resolution, dear Jesus. Mm -hmm. So this is why I focus so much and we focus so much on our, when we have our topics, we also, there is also um, some tips and um, guidances as to how you can practically make this better. So yes, I have some tips um, for someone like me. I I will be uh, sharing my experience of how I have um, gotten out of this hole, you know? So for me, I'm kind of happy that there wasn't a focus on TV when I was younger. Like I was kind of barred from watching TV. And as annoying as it was at the time, because of how the message was, I was being given, you know, I didn't realize I was being blocked from, I would have probably been more screwed up from what society is telling me by watching Mm -hmm. media so much. So my first, Mm -hmm. 
advice or the first acknowledgement that I, I would make in this area of bettering your self-esteem is you gotta be discerning as to what you watch and what you listen mm -hmm. to, the people you are around, you have to be mm -hmm. discerning where that's concerned. Because whatever you absorb in your environment, if it's toxic or triggering, um, it, it, will, it will seep into you. So what you watch on TV. What a, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Please go ahead. Um, no. What about the situation, what you were saying, it's your family members. And this is deep rooted based on how you grew up. So it's not an external thing like a television. It's yeah. about how they've spoken to you, like you you touched upon before. Yeah. Hey, I have either a mother, a brother, a father, whoever, right? Who spoke down to me, who said that I wasn't good enough, who did this to me, who treated me badly, all of these different things. You can leave that house, but you will carry those that trauma with you, right? Preach on it, preach on And on it. a day-to-day -day basis you are constantly hearing their voices in your head mm -hmm. saying these things to you. How do you deal with that? That doesn't mean you have to have the answers, Rachel. That's not what I'm trying to do, put you on the spot. But now I have experience. If you can share some light. Yeah. Um, and as for me and my own, um, there's things that we struggle with constantly. And what I'm saying, guys, I'm not saying like you have to have the answers. That's not what I'm saying. And I'm not saying like, you have to be able to deal with it and everything's going to be okay. No, things take time and everything is a process. But for people who are struggling in that way, where it's like they, their identity is tied to something or what someone has said, how do you loosen that? Mm -hmm. So yeah. this has been a lifelong struggle for me. And for sure. I, as a result, what happened because I was trying to stuff down the pain and numb myself, and I've spoken mm -hmm. to in snippets and will openly continue to do so about my own battles with addiction, specifically food, specifically relationship addiction. Um, mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I was ready to step away from those behaviors that I mm -hmm. recognized how deeply entrenched I was in these negative thoughts about myself. It's always something that I knew was around, but because I had numbing agents, such as food, such as relationships, such as busyness, I didn't yeah. need to focus on mm -hmm what was at the very bottom that I was trying to avoid. So once I stopped being bulimic, all these feelings, these negative thoughts, and as and I'm looking at it now, like, where did these come from? I never used to feel like this. I, I always felt like this. I just never allowed it to come up. So for me, what has been the answer was being able to get into 12-step programs. I, these things have saved my life. Um, mm -hmm. Therapy also. Um, these were the first steps for me into facing what truly 
was in my mind because it's just so easy for us to distract and pick up numbing agents. So Mm -hmm. my biggest answer to that is a 12-step program, like something that you're going to be doing consistently that's going to help to... I don't know if the word is eradicate, but it's going to help to bring these feelings to the surface because these are these are issues that you've had for years that I'm going to say for me that we've had that I've had for years that I'd become an expert at pushing away and suppressing. So that. And I will put that in conjunction with, um, what is the thing that I want to say? Oh, please, please. We need to have a Jesus, a Buddha, Allah, <laughs> Mother Nature, the source. You got to have one of those in your life. It, for me, I ain't making it without God because it allows God, that, that higher power allows me to have some type of inclination that what I'm searching for, what I need, the healing that I need is not exactly what I think is going to look, it's, it's not like what I think it's going to look like. Because when mm-hmm. me being in a life before I had any type of higher power, mm-hmm. everything had to look like how I thought it looked. And my view Mm -hmm. of things are limited. I am a human being. Mm -hmm. So I was constantly Mm -hmm. running around in circles and not getting Mm -hmm. answers or living a higher or better life. So what Mm -hmm. any one of these sources, I don't care what it is, but what Mm -hmm. God allowed me to do is lean not only on my own understanding, and mm. I, I guess simply said, what if? I got what if with God. What if mm-hmm. I can be happy for real? What if happy mm-hmm. doesn't look like what I think it looks like? What if mm-hmm. I got a whole lot of what ifs? And with that, along mm-hmm. with other things I've done in my life, I've seen myself, my, my esteem, my life elevate. I'm gonna get off mm-hmm. my soapbox and... Go ahead, Grace, please say something because I'm just going on and on. <laughs> ah. no, I agree with everything that you said. I really have. Um, I really have. I really do. Um, <laughs> what I would add to that is find someone who is objective, who you can speak to, mm. who won't have biased thoughts or ideas Judgment. and present them these, these thoughts exactly so that they can be able to poke the holes in your flawed logic. Mm -hmm. And I believe that when you're thinking like this about yourself, there's nothing logical about it Mm -hmm. at all. A lot of the times when we think like this, we then start to consult ourselves. And there's nothing worse than in that moment, a crazy person talking to another crazy person. Snap, snap, You are not going to find the answers talking to yourself because all you're going to do is confirm everything that you believe about yourself. That isn't true. That's a word. Because you are talking to yourself. This is a word. So what I would say for sure, talk to someone 
on the outside, who you trust, by the way, this is not just a random stranger, guys, who you trust, who can be objective, (laughs) who can be objective and say, this is wrong, 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 and I'll tell you why. Because they know you, because they know your life, and they know what is true and what isn't true. And I think a lot of the times as well, as much as we we say, oh, my thoughts or whatever, all of this is falsehoods. That's the one thing we never say, Mm. you know? We always say, oh, my thought, I was thinking, oh, I felt, these are falsehoods, right? Completely, there's nothing um, true about any of these things. These are all lies that we have swallowed and have allowed to become our truth when it's not true. They're completely falsehoods. So that's what I would say in addition to, I totally agree with Rachel, God is number one. Like for me, with all of the stuff that I've been through and the things that I've seen, prayer has been like my anchor um and talking out about it because sometimes and I think me and Rachel even do this there's times where I speak things out loud and I see how ridiculous they sound as soon as they come out of my mouth Mm. but in my head it's also real Mm. you know what I mean like you keep it because you're just mullering you're mulling over things and feeding the madness right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh my gosh I can't believe this and I didn't do this and I feel like this and you're just feeding it you're feeding it you're feeding it because you're giving it time you're giving it weight you're giving it attention Mm -hmm. and then as soon as I've talked to someone about it sometimes they don't even need to say anything I just open up my mouth and I start speaking and I realize this is the dumbest thing I've ever said or this is insane or how is it even possible um it doesn't always work like that but in those moments you have that realization of I've been hoodwinked <laughs> I've been lied to like this is madness I, I really need to stop and I need to take a step back and to look at myself and see why is it that I've allowed myself to get myself into this place um so yeah um that's what I would add to that for sure yeah yeah, that's that's really don't good, talk to yourself, yo. guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talk to yourself and only get solutions from you, <laughs> nah, son. Um, nah, it's not happening. That's a real. That's a really good point. So, what I would say in conclusion is that none of us can escape <laughs> fully unscarred mm-hmm. and unharmed by what messages we receive in society if you think that because I used to think that too like nah I'm not being affected like ads don't affect me now you're affected in some way shape or form so that except that (laughs) you are affected but by challenging your thoughts having others to challenge uh those as well also by having a higher power and um, which will help you have a deeper knowledge of who it is that you are and meant to be. You gotta have those and programs, you know, that will help you to change your operating system that you've been working on you know, help you to change those neural transmitters and thoughts about yourself, knowing that this will take time. And with that, you know, you, your, your esteem of yourself will be lifted um, in whatever time, but it definitely takes the work. It ain't just gonna happen. 
So with that, I am complete. I don't know if you got anything else to add, Grace. Um, Sorry about my ranting, folks. Um, <laughs> this joint pisses me off. <laughs> it really does. I don't, I don't think you do. I think the only caveat I would say, obviously, I think most people know this, self-esteem is rooted in so many different things. It's yeah. a lot of times, it's not just external, it's really internal things and mental struggles and emotional struggles and all of these different things. So um, I have faith that when we do put in the work, we will see progress and things will change little by little. Little by little we change. Mm, yes. For sure. So amen yeah. and say la to that. I have been, <laughs> I have been Rachel, my accent now. And I've been accent Grace. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Please. You tell me. <laughs> comment. Give us your feedback, your take um, on mm. Instagram. We're on YouTube. We on Spotify. We mm. on Anchor. I'm missing something. We on iTunes. Apple. Yeah. Apple, yeah, that's it. And <laughs> like so I don't speak. Apple, Apple. <laughs> Soul Speak, the podcast with Rachel and Grace, with Grace and Rachel. Also, our Instagram Yo. is the uh, Soul Speak podcast on Instagram. <laughs> I always flubber that, not sure why. Also, you can find me, Rachel, the sassy Rachel on Instagram. Sassy, I, sassy. I am writing a memoir right now, guys. One of my biggest dreams coming true. As we speak. I, as we quite it. literally speak. Yes. <laughs> I am also working on, and this has changed over the course of months, but a curriculum for young adults who have experienced trauma in the childhood because the sister's trying to pay it forward. You know what I'm saying? um and yeah. those are the things that i'm working on that's me you grace um you can be able to find me on instagram my instagram handle is at the underscore reading underscore hideout um i do kidlit children's picture books storytelling all of that good stuff um over there and also you can find me on twitter my twitter handle is at grace underscore kugrena and yeah just writing I think that's what we're both doing um new picture books new middle grade all of these different things coming soon so absolutely excited for that but just keep watch guys and like Rachel said like comment share tell your friends your sisters your brothers your husbands <laughs> all of that stuff tell them about us <laughs> yes. excited for that excited to have spoken to you guys pray that you have been nourished as we have and talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.